following is a production of Word Alive Creative Arts. Welcome to the podcast of Word Alive International Outreach in Oxford, Alabama, an apostolic center for transformation and freedom. We pray today that you will be blessed and strengthened by this powerful message. I feel like we're at a significant place in the history of our church. And I want to take just a few short minutes as we uh, continue the journey of this new year to release what I believe is the prophetic vision for 2020. Hence the glasses we gave you when you came in today uh, with all in 2020 on the side frame that hopefully you'll catch the vision. There is no um, happenstance in the Hebraic mindset. In the Hebraic mindset, there's no coincidence. So if you're here today, it was because you're supposed to be here. You're not here by accident. And if you're here today, you're here because you're supposed to hear what's being said. Or you wouldn't have been brought here today. So touch somebody, tell them, you're at the right place at the right time. Tell them. <laughs> Let me start out by just quickly, I want to do a quick preview to kind of get, get you to where we are. We started the church uh, December 2000. And uh, it was supernatural how God spoke to us to start it. So we're uh, slipping into uh, this next year be our 20th year. In interesting, 2020, it's our 20th year as a church. And that's interesting. And uh, I want to kind of catch you up uh, on some of the prophetic stuff that's been happening. Uh, Twelve years ago, I hold in my hand a baton, which was given to us by a prophet named Neville Johnson. All the, it's all on YouTube. You can revisit it. Who basically came from Australia out of nowhere, supernaturally, said that God had brought a baton to give to two pastors in America that God would show them when he got here. And they represent a move of the charismatic movement that Pensacola would pale in comparison and that people would come from around the world to see what God was doing. And so when I walked in a meeting, God said, he saw me, he said, God said, that's one of the men. And then he came here and he released that word to us. Well, interestingly enough, 30 days ago, Neville went home to be with the Lord at 79 years of age. And the prophecies came that he's gone on, but his words are just about to be activated. And I believe that. Second prophet that came during that time, and this was an experience I had with the Lord, gave us a, a bunch of keys that said we would have the authority to open up heavenly places for God to have access not only to our lives but to the state of Alabama because Alabama had been carved out and marked out for God's purposes. So we br- bring you up quickly now. Uh, you know, we, you don't listen, you don't, I, only, I only hear the positive parts of prophecy. I didn't hear the things they said like, your church, even though it's good, will not be the same because God will mess it up. I didn't hear that. I didn't hear about the trials. I didn't hear about the demonic attacks and assaults. But most of us have had about a decade of it. Now, here's what's interesting about this new year. This year's New Year's 5780, which means we're not only stepping into a new year, it's a new decade. Touch your neighbor, say, get ready. This decade's not going to look like the last decade. Now, these things you can't make up. So as we slip on into, and here's what's exciting is, you know, the enemy came in and, we, and, 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 uh, and God allowed, you know, all, all of this to happen to stretch us and, and mature us and et cetera. And, and you know, some, some left the church and some did this and some did that. 
But at the end of the day, now I see, I look across, and God is re-bringing, bringing people back, bringing people here, bringing, and God, it's like some of us had to go go on a journey and then come back and reconnect while some of us stayed here and went on the journey. But now it seems as if God's brought the tribe. Uh, you know, um, my friend Paul Keith Davis preached here a while back. He said, Kent, I have never preached at your church that I, and, and I've never preached anywhere that I have felt people so open and so hungry and so ready to step into God's purposes for their life. So touch somebody else and tell them, you're awesome. Now, here's what gets really exciting. This come, brings us up to present. God trying to get our attention. Uh, I'm praying just a few months ago, in the, and I said, Lord, I need a message. I need to hear from you. A guy I hadn't seen in 26 years, Bishop uh, Tony Miller, that'll be here in November, texted me. I hadn't seen him in 26 years. Said, while praying today, the Holy Spirit apprehended me in my prayer room and said, send you a message. The church is at a tipping point, a critical mass. We're about to slip over into what God has planned for you. Now, I come on Sunday. That Sunday, I don't, I don't realize this, but I released that word. And Valerie Wheat, I don't know if she's here today. Valerie Wheat is sitting in this congregation with this bowl on the day I got the word and released it. With a, with a message in it. That said, while I was antiquing, I found this bowl and God said, bring it to the church. Give it to Kent and Bev with a message in it of the teaching of the tipping point. You, you, you can't make this stuff up. You follow me? You, 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 can't, you can't make that up. You can't just, just, how does God organize that? Message comes, same service antiquing. How does God use antiquing? Come on, somebody. You know what I'm talking about. How does God use all of our individual gifts and talents and get his? Why? He is so adamant. He wants us to hear what he's saying. And then the Wetzels, they're here this morning. They were living in Michigan. And while living in Michigan, they watched online our services. And God spoke to them to buy a gavel while in Michigan. And said, and, and, and prayed for us in Michigan with this gavel. And then God told them to pack them and their whole family up and move to Alabama to be in this church to be part of what God was about to do. Hang on. Then Dr. Darius Williams is up one Sunday and she, the Lord had told her, wait till I tell you the time. On the Sunday that Darius Williams is prophesying about a gavel being put in our hand, she's sitting here with a gavel in the bag. God said, bring it this Sunday right here on this day. Which is about the authority that God has given us as a church. Now, so you've got Word Alive and you've got the prophetic promise that's here on us now that God has prepared us for. Now you got the state of Alabama. Let me show you the map of the USA with the state of Alabama. And by the way, uh, this is my shirt that says All In 2020. The reason I got this is Bev preached the house down last week here at Word Alive. And she had her a t-shirt on and I didn't want her to outdo me, so I got me a t-shirt too. You know what I'm talking about? Bev, all in the house. All in the house. Somebody, just somebody say it's all in the house. 
the state of Alabama, not because you live here, not because I live here, but because God, before time, predetermined this state and its destiny. Youngie Cho said a great revival in 1980. He was praying. He put his finger on the map to the center of Alabama. Said a great move of God will take place in this state. Sadhu Salvaraj says Alabama's been marked out, carved out. Paul Keith Davis said Alabama's a forerunner state. Chuck Pierce says it's a freedom outpost and Alabama must go first. These are prophecies over the state of Alabama. In 2008, Chuck Pierce and Dutch Sheets traveled to every one of the states in the United States. And God showed them the future of the United States. And showed him every state and their redemptive purpose. And God said, Alabama, Alaska, and Arizona will align. But Alabama must go first. And as soon as Alabama aligns and takes her place, it will be loosed to the whole nation. And the great last day awakening will occur. I'm preaching yesterday with Bev and some of our team that went to Glory of Zion in Dallas. And I'm preaching along these lines about Alabama and about what God's going to do. Somebody, a representative from Arizona came up with prophecies about Arizona. And gave a clear picture of what was happening in Arizona. And Chuck stood up and he said, I so appreciate what's happening in Arizona. I so, I so appreciate what's happening in Alaska. But as good as that is, we cannot move forward until Alabama goes first. Now I know this sounds absolutely bizarre. But the state, the United States of America is waiting on the state of Alabama. Now here's where we got to make a shift today. It can no longer be that Word Alive International Outreach is just about me and you. It can no longer be that it's just a place where me and you get blessed, me and you get delivered, me and you get to connect with God, me and you and your family and my family get blessed. We have to realize, yes, we're going to be blessed. Yes, God's going to help us. Yes, God's going to move in our life. But it's for a much bigger purpose God's called us for than just our personal lives. So touch somebody. Tell them we're part of a big prophetic destiny. Tell them we're part of a big prophetic destiny. Listen to what a dear friend of mine, Ruth Heflin, prophesied in 1996. Come go with me to Alabama. For I shall make the state a beautiful way. I shall raise her up and the wind of God shall blow upon her and through her. And the many shall come from many places just to see what God shall do. For Alabama shall change in the power of this day. Alabama know ye this, that even now, beginning now this day, that the winds of God that blow upon thee shall blow in power of God that sets many free. For I, the Lord, shall run through you and run with my power, run with my joy, and run with my strength, and bring people out. And they shall come out in the strength and witness of my glory and the blessing and the fire of my spirit. It shall spread and cause many to walk in the spirit. They will say what they couldn't say before, do what they couldn't do before, and they shall be naturally supernatural and the works and, and, and work the works of the impossible and turn the heads of children of men. Listen to me. Keep your eyes on Alabama, for I say she shall be one that will make the news 
And many shall come far and wide. They shall come in cars and planes and trains to see what God is doing. I say she shall be as a banjo on my knee. And I will play a song in her that shall reach around the world. Come and go with me and see Alabama set people free. Somebody shout freedom! So now I begin to realize there's a sense of destiny inside of me that says I was born for this thing. That this is why God put me on the earth. I feel that kind of sense of destiny, and I'm sure you do too, that something inside of you saying, I was made for more than just going to church and doing it. I was made for something that God wants to do in my life. And it hit me this morning as I was getting ready for this because I had no clue about Alabama. I was living in Florida. Bev and I were missionaries. Our dream was we were going to live in Florida the rest of our lives and we were going to travel the world as missionaries that we were doing already. And I was in Iceland and uh, I had a gallbladder attack and flew back to Orlando, went to emergency surgery. In the midst of emergency surgery, had an allergic reaction to the medication, so I'm in the hospital for 30 days. In the midst of traveling the world, preaching the gospel, the Lord woke me up at 5 o'clock in the morning, and he said, I'm sorry I had to put a rock in your crawl. But I had to set you down so you'd quit flying and you would listen to me. Here's what he said. It will be detrimental to me, God, to me and my kingdom purposes, and to you and your family if you don't get up and move to Alabama. And so here I am just getting over sickness. Bev and I get up and our house had been on the market three times with not one bite. We put it on the market. Two days later, we're traveling. We get a call from realtor. It's sold in two days. They said, we got to close right now. They want to move in. I said, I can't. I'm traveling, preaching. She said, no problem. I'll pack your house up, the realtor. We got home from the trip. Our house was packed. Next thing you know, I go to Africa. Bev goes to Alabama. I'm preaching in Africa, Bev's in Alabama. We're in a whirlwind of activity. And Bev's saying, Lord, Kent's been sick. You know, he's now in Africa. Is he okay? And here I am in Alabama trying to get things sorted out, a place to live. And what in the world are we doing in Alabama, of all places, that God would send us to? And Bev can testify to the fact she's staying with my sister who's here this morning in her house. And Bev is concerned and praying about me and my health and our move to Alabama And she's having coffee in a cup that we still own that has an eagle on it that says, uh, those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Listen, hang on. She's driving in her car with that coffee cup full of coffee on the way to remodel the house that we're going to move in. And she says, Lord, I just got to know that you're with us. And you're with Kent. You're with me. You're with our family in this move to Alabama She's holding a cup with an eagle on it, and all of a sudden she looks beside her on the, on the driveway coming out of my sister's house, and an eagle is flying beside her car window and looks at her. Come on, somebody. And now we've been 20 years in Alabama. And it's just 
converging all at once in my mind and in my heart and in your hearts, I believe, of why we were actually ever birthed as a church. That we weren't birthed just to be a church, as great as that is, and I love church. But we were birthed to be part of changing an entire state that will affect our nation. So let me speed and go with you quick. So Rodney Howard Brown's here. And we've got these prophecies hanging over us. And, and we've just been doing what we know to do. Chuck's released a word in 2008 about what's to happen. He's waiting on what the Lord wants to do. Rodney Howard Brown's preaching. Some of you were here that night. While he's preaching, he said these words. Somebody will go to every county in the state of Alabama. And in my spirit, I thought, that's going to be awesome for somebody to do. And just like this, the Holy Spirit said, yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be you. And God, as clear as I'm standing before you, dropped a strategy in my spirit. And told me that in 2020, you and I are to go to every county seat in the state of Alabama. 67 counties. Can you put that map up? 67 counties. Go to every county seat, pray for every county commissioner, anoint every mayor, stand at the city gate and release the word of God over Alabama. Have a Friday night meeting where we release the fire of the Holy Spirit. Do the same thing in the adjoining county the next night on Saturday. Pray for that commissioner, pray for that mayor, and release the fire of the Holy Spirit. And Chuck prophesied as we do, we will ignite the triumphant reserve that's in the state of Alabama that will catch fire and move it to their purpose and to their destiny. Throw that graphic up, all in 2020. Can we throw that graphic up? So that's our vision for 2020, all in Alabama. 2020, igniting the triumphant reserve. We're shutting down all our international works for a year. We're shutting down all my other assignments for a year. We're saying we're just going to focus on the state of Alabama. We'll have to get it, and the Lord said, have it done before the election. That means we're going to have to go to two counties every week of the year and be back here on Sunday to see the plans and purposes fulfilled. And God said we're going to send teams and go with teams. And all of us will have relations in different counties, and we're going to go. We're going to do prayer walks. We're going to pray for people, pray for cities, and we're going, to, we're going to align and ignite the 67 counties in Alabama and see the triumph of reserve rise up. I believe we were made for it. I told you when I was preaching at Chuck, somebody from Arizona came and gave him a book that thick while I was preaching. And it was somebody that was in Arizona that has gone to every county seat in Arizona and done exactly what we are called to do. And they've documented it in a huge folder. Chuck held it up and he said, this is awesome, but Alabama's got to go first. Once you touch three people, tell them I'm all in Alabama 2020. <laughs> now listen, I release this to our leaders. Let me, do you, let me do this first. Let's show the prophecy from Chuck Pierce two years ago. Let me show it real quick. Now, I've been giving everybody a certain mantle for this year. When I come out to your place, I'll bring it for uh, Bell. But this one, I got in Israel a long time ago, and it's fire. Yes. <laughs> James said, the Lord said, 
to me. He said, you're about to go to gates of cities. The Lord said, I'm extending your call. I'm going to not only give you your land, but I'm going to call you and you're going to free entire cities, entire states. The Lord says, the fire of God is going to so go with you that it's going to cause a rapid move of wild freedom to break out throughout every place you go. The Lord says you're going to send teams. They're going to be fire teams. They're going to go out and they're going to unlock, unlock what got captured in other seasons and they're going to cause the fire of God to come into a new freedom. The Lord said when you go you loose the fire, then I'll loose the wind, and it will be a movement like never before. Come on now. Come on. Now, we believe that was a prophetic picture of what we're supposed to step into. We released it to our leaders this week. The very next day, this map appeared. Show me the state of Alabama with the fire. Listen, listen, this is from the Forestry Commission. These are the fires that are burning right now in the state of Alabama. We believe that this was a prophetic picture of what our future is going to look like as we step into every county seat in the state of Alabama. We're going to loose the fire, God's going to send the wind, and we're going to see a movement like we've never seen before. Let me show you one more prophecy from Sadu and then we'll pray. I hear the moon pies calling. If you be willing. Turn it up for me. Will you? I can't hear it up here. Can be willing. God desires to establish a base camp in this region to affect the pulling down of the enemy's strongholds and to send forth God's earthly army, land force all throughout this land. And as I'm speaking these words to you, Pastor, I see the army of God just like soldiers who the land force soldiers will go into every nook and corner of a land or to occupy territory. Angels of God, armed like soldiers, warring angels, are going in every nook and corner to recapture enemy territory. If you be willing, my servant, to establish a house of prayer, a house of worship that will create an atmosphere for my glory to abide in your midst. Surely, I will visit you and your people in a new way. And if you be willing, O man of God, angels of God, will come in and go out mm. in your midst. For there is something that you are doing 
that pleases the heart of God very much in that that you care for the poor because you care for the poor you have pleased the heart of God I see the whole state of Alabama come on the whole state of Alabama seem to be carved out and marked out reserved unto God if you be willing my dear pastor and establish the presence of God here you will see the glory of God in a new dimension but the Lord Jesus tells you pastor fear not I am with you I shall be with you throughout the ends of the age I shall establish your goings out and your coming in and all that who shall follow you they shall all be blessed thank you wonderful jesus my 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 we stand up with me today Alabama marked out, carved out. He kept saying over and over, if you be willing. And I really believe that's what the Lord's saying to us, if you be willing. You know, when we saw before we started Rosh Hashanah, it said something today. It says next year there'll be some here that aren't here. And you know, the bottom line is, this life's short. Somebody asked me the other day, are we living in the end times? I said, how old are you? He said, 75. I said, we're in the end times. You know what I mean? Life's short. I don't want to get to heaven and have only done half of what God told us to do. And how honoring is it that God would choose us? to fulfill one of his mandates in the earth to see a whole state catch fire for the glory of God. This has been a presentation of Word Alive International Outreach, 122 Allendale Road, Oxford, Alabama. Reach us by phone at 256-831-5280 or at our website, wordalive.org. This has been a production of Word Alive Creative Arts.